last week's episode of The King in Yellow. We were uh, trying to find the gentleman who put on the production of The King in Yellow. And so we did manage to track down one of the uh, stagehands who worked on it, and he was in Arkham Asylum. We talked our way in. Uh, Nikki's character was able to walk her way past the front desk and, and convince them to allow us to pay a visit to the man in their care. And we found out that he was being held in a particularly horrific area of Arkham Asylum, uh, reserved for the most far gone and hopeless cases. So we went down into this wing of the hospital. We came to one holding cell where it appeared as though a patient was being devoured by some abyssal creature. And mm-hmm. so we uh, opened the door and decided to try to, to save the man, only uh, to be attacked ourselves uh, by the creature. Nikki's character and uh, Kenneth's character both uh, succumbed to some form of madness. Was, uh, so Mark got, got a kind of um, in, insanity-induced blindness. I think Jenny, was, uh, Jenny just passed out, actually. She just fainted from the... Uh, from the uh, the shock of seeing this thing, um, and and you had to drag her out, but uh, yes, yeah, so that's that's kind of what what transpired then, and then and then of course you found finally found the cell of Daniel Chesterfield, the stagehand that you'd been looking for. Right. So so we found his uh, cell, and we uh, we opened the little slat on the door where they they push food through, and we uh, we decided to uh, try to talk to him through the slat uh, using some theatrics. And it uh, triggered some uh, horrific <laughs> change in him where he appeared to be speaking to some uh, higher power. And then mm. his body changed and morphed into uh, some horror. Yeah, started banging on the door. <laughs> Indeed it did. And this, is where we, and this is where we will pick up as, thank you very much for that summary, uh, where the hideously um, contorted, monstrous form of, of Daniel Chesterfield is, is literally... Um, te- uh, bur- tr- trying to burst through this this iron door, and you can see the door starting to buckle, and the th- the, s- the thick iron hinges starting to um, to warp and be be uh, torn away from there from the wall. He's going to be through this door any second now. So um, so what's the plan? All right. So William York uh, will will just say, well, I don't think we're going to get any uh, answers out of him. And uh, uh, grabs uh, Mark by the hand and, uh, and, and Jenny and uh, leads them back down the hallway okay. to try to escape. Yeah, I definitely agree. We can't, uh, we can't take this guy probably with a blind mark. Uh, yeah, reasoning with, with Daniel in this, at this moment is probably not the most, uh, um, most easy of outcomes. So, so um, Mark, you are, of course, still in this temporary state of, of blindness. Um, the, the condition, um, the condition, you're not sure how, I mean, you, you obviously think you're, you're blind. Um, you've no idea how long this condition will last. So you feel Jenny and, and William's hands on you, um, dragging you away as you hear the, the monstrous roaring of, of the creature that Daniel Chesterfield has become. Um, yeah, so you're gonna have to you're gonna have to make your way as quickly as you can away from away from this uh, the uh, 
away from the, the holding cells, away from the, the uh, patient confinement, the special patient confinement. The good news is um, that in his blind panic, Mark is, uh, Mark is just quick off his heels, um, uh, as, as, is, as is William. But, but somehow, Nikki, you, you start to run, but your legs feel like they're in treacle. Um, you know that that feeling you get when you're in a dream and you're trying to run and and, and your legs just aren't working and they seem to be yep. sinking into the into the ground below you. Um, so tell me how how do you how do you pull yourself out of this 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 feeling this this um, incapacity that you're feeling that your legs turn into jelly? What is it that allows you to do this? Well, darling, I think of Isabel and how she would have wanted me to be strong. And not give in to the fear of the horrific, monstrous tentacles that seem to always come out of the darkness. Mm. And knowing that I have to do this for her, to find her, has given me strength and I just push through. Yes, I think so. I think so. Yes, and the, you can almost, you almost feel like you can see um, Isabel's face somewhere in the darkness just encouraging you, saying, don't give up. Don't give up, Jenny. Now, I, I would say that normally, um, normally Mark would be like ahead of you, but obviously, I don't think that's possible given that he's given that he's blind and he's actually relying on you to guide him. Unless he wants to take his chances by running, running wild. It, it, it's up to you. Uh, it's up to you, Mark. Are you gonna um, you make use of that extremely um, powerful head start you've got, or are you gonna wait for them to guide you? I will wait to be guided. Okay. All right. So Run, running headlong into a wall does not seem like a good idea. <laughs> Probably not. Okay, so so you you all start charging up this dark, dank basement corridor, and you get probably um, almost to the base of the stairs when you hear this horrendous noise from behind you. You hear the the shearing of metal and the tearing of of, of stone, um, and then the the clatter of rubble as it hits the ground. And then this low guttural growl um, uh, from behind you—it's almost inhuman, but um, but you do you do somehow pick out the words, "Oh King, Oh King, I will claim these sacrifices you have brought for me." And then you hear this kind of lumbering, scraping, padding noise as this as this monstrous version of Daniel Chesterfield um, lumbers its way up the corridor towards you. But you, you've definitely got a head start on it. So you can make your way up the, up the staircase, up to the main patient wing, as this thing is hot on your heels. Are you, is there anything else you want to do, or are you just kind of fleeing headlong? I think we need to flee. What do you think, darlings? Remember, we don't need to flee the monster. We just need to flee Mark. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that old, that, that old one. That is definitely. Yeah, you don't need to be faster than the bear; just faster than your friend. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mark. <laughs> it's okay. I understand. Don't don't uh, don't we have uh, don't we have keys so we could make it to the top and slam the door and lock it again? The, don't we have the keys? That you uh, do. You do have Dr. the Men's keys. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So if we can just make it to the top of the stairs, we could perhaps contain the creature. The, the staircase as you go up is is um, 
it's 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 not exactly dry down here it's a bit slippery um about halfway up there's a particularly slimy patch um that you have to make your way through mark you just skip over it somehow it's your sixth sense kicks in and you you just skip over this slippery patch back now, in military they used to blindfold us and make us fight for our lives <laughs> <laughs> right so J- jenny and and william what are you doing let's see i think uh william if if he can do this would um would uh turn around and uh help uh jenny uh by by grabbing her arm and aiding her back up the stairs uh okay yeah we can kind of grab each other like steady each other what i would try to do okay all right um i think that's fine um so 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 what's actually happened then is that mark um he's now because he's in a more confined space he's like touching the walls and he's making his way up he does actually get ahead of you at this point he's he's like almost at the top the two of you have been have been um impeded by this slippery area and you've had to go really slowly and help each other over it and and you can see now you can almost feel the hot breath of the creature that is daniel chesterfield as it surges up the staircase towards you Ah, right, Mark, you've made your way to the top of the stairs. You're now standing on the um, on the patient wing, and you can hear around you, you can just hear shouting and screaming just coming from everywhere, and the sounds of running feet. You can't see anything, but it seems like all hell has broken loose on the, on the, in the patient wing. Um, uh, Jenny, uh, you, you've, you get over this, this patch of slippery, um, stone stone uh the stone steps um that are covered in this sort of slimy stuff uh and you think you're you're away and free and then you realize that william isn't with you you turn around and you see that in his haste um to get you the two of you up the stairs he's lost his footing and he's tumbling backwards um arms <laughs> flailing uh tumbling down the stairs into the outstretched arms of this monstrous form of daniel chesterfield um, your gun is in your hand. Your, your both your guns, probably. Um, <clears throat> what are you? What are you going to do? He's in a in a mere seconds. William will be in the in the not so tender embrace of Daniel Chesterfield. Well, darlings, I didn't come here to be safe, and I want to save William, so I'm going to fire six times at the monster. <laughs> <laughs> Just put me down clean, okay? So, so William, one of one of Jenny's wild shots just hits you in the in the in the top of your shoulder or something. Oh, I'm so sorry, William. In in your panic, you, you're just you're firing blindly down this down the steps towards this monstrous creature. However, your final shot does manage to hit hit Daniel's form square on, square on in its um, um maybe 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 its chest, William. Um, what are you doing? I could pull my knife out. Okay. And, uh, how did he react to getting shot, though? Did it slow him down? Did it make him... Uh, yes, it did. It did. It was, this was the good thing. Um, the shot did actually kind of knock knock him back a bit. So he's not actually quite on you. Um, but, of course, you've taken a shot as well. You're a bit dazed. Um, you're fumbling for your knife. So tell me what you, you're going to try and do. I will uh, pull my knife out and, you know, from, from that uh, 
uh, flat on my back position, just try to stab his belly, his <laughs> wh- whatever I can do here. <laughs> okay, so um, yeah, you're 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 in a you're in an absolute blind panic at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. Somehow caught drawing on whatever reserves of of strength and 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 whatever gods it is gods that that you worship to 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 bring you favor you you slash wildly upwards and you feel your blade make contact with with daniel's um leg or thigh um it's it's kind of the hugely muscular distorted thigh that's kind of um you know the leg is kind of trying to claw its way could pull his pull his way back up the stairs towards you and it lets out a monstrous howl but you're lying you're lying prone now on the stairs um and daniel um is going to get a um he's, he's going to be on you in, in 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 just a second more or less um okay so jenny you fired your shots you can also turn tail and run as well uh if you wish Oh boy! If or do you, you want to stay again, there? If you shoot again, please, please aim. Please aim. <laughs> <laughs> Can I stand and reload and try to just take a just a, a measured shot? Um, you don't actually need to reload because you you've got you've still got three rounds in each oh, in each right. in each revolver right. at the moment. Um, you're going to stand your ground. My God! All right, good, good. <laughs> Right, you're standing your ground. Um, Mark, what are you doing? You hear all this craziness. You hear shots. <laughs> you hear screams. Uh, you hear you hear Jenny crying out in 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 horror and 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 and, and um, shock. You you hear the thump of of William's body as it's fallen down and and a, and a groan from the monster that is Chesterfield. So my hand is holding the door jam, and um, I'm going to yell out to Jenny and William, Jenny, William, what the hell is happening? And at, and at the same time, I'm going to be reaching down into my boot and pulling out my trench knife. Okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, okay. So, <sighs> right. So, the creature is on you, William. You feel you feel um, his presence. You feel the press of his body as he as he comes over you you smell the hot stench of his breath as he breathes foul noxious odors over you um and he's just reaching out with both hands he's he looks like he's he's trying to both claw you in the in the in the in the chest and also to drag you back down he reaches out a monstrous hand probably twice the size of any normal human's hand um with these long dripping kind of uh, claw-like nails on it all encrusted with dirt but he misses oh. <laughs> his, in, in his, maybe that bullet knocked him off more and, and your ni- maybe it was your knife your knife blow and the bullet have kind of thrown him off and, and, his, and his hand just smashes down right next to your head and you see it it's actually smashed away and clawed away some of the stone like it's literally his claws just went straight into the stone and and shattered it as it landed on your uh, on the on the steps next to your head um but um but he's 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 like looming over you at this point okay so back to jenny <laughs> yes i'm going to take two not so wild shots um it's from one from each revolver 
I yeah. kind of realized that I need to calm down. Yeah, I think that's so a good idea. Plant, so, plant my feet and aim and say, "Step away from him, you bastard!" <laughs> Perfect. All right. So, describe how your bullets slam into this into this form. Okay. The first bullet that only did three damage hits him in the shoulder, catches him, and he kind of moves mm. to the back just a little bit. But the second bullet catches him in the jaw, tearing away a piece of his jaw, leaving his teeth and mouth exposed, tongue <laughs> lolling as he... Ugh, ugh. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Um, yeah, you've definitely... Uh, you've definitely wounded him grievously uh, as you see yeah, the tongue lolling just from the upper jaw. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> right. Up above, um, okay. Mark, um, y- you hear um, uh, a voice. Um, it's one of the orderlies that escorted you in, um, and and he's, he's 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 in a panic now, and he's and and he's shouting out, "Get out, everyone! Get out! Come on, everyone! What are you doing? Don't stand there! Get get the hell out of here! What are these things? What are they?" Which perhaps the fact that you can't even see what he's so freaked and out and frightened by, maybe is even more terrifying to you, Mark. My friends are down there. I have to help them. Um, you feel the orderly's rough hands on you. And he says, doesn't matter. Get out. Get out. I'll push him they away. Kill, kill and everyone. I'll yell, Mary, where are you? Everyone. Not Mary. Jenny. <laughs> We're down here. The monster is attacking William. And I'll start stumbling down the stairwell. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so... William, um, the creature's arms are around you now, and it's it's trying to drag. Even in its hideously injured state, is it's sort of trying to drag you back down the stairs. So, what are you going to do? Okay, um, just feeling this creature's strength. Is there any chance of me breaking the grip with the strength that I have? <sighs> you could try. I mean, it, the fact that it's been so badly injured. Um, the fact that you've got a very high strength, that there is definitely a chance. Yes. Okay, yeah, let's try that. Yeah, um, I think the wounds that, that this Daniel Chesterfield creature has rece- received have, has, has, um, has severely compromised its ability to do anything. And you, you just maybe thrust an elbow up into, into, its, into its face, into its dripping, bloodied face, what's left mm-hmm. of it. Um, and it kind of recoils in pain and it howls and you've and you freed yourself and as you do this the the thing just kind of sways a bit um, and then and then just sort of slumps forward and you see it's turned back into the human form of Daniel Chesterfield Um, he is badly wounded Um, its face his face isn't as 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 obliterated as the creature form was but um there's definitely a big piece of of his jaw missing um and there's um a bullet wound in his chest and a and a big deep slash on its on its leg and he's just lying there groaning um and through the bubbling frothing you know mouth um he groans help me help me okay well we did come here to question the man so uh 
So I grab, I tried. <laughs> I try to grab him uh, under the armpits and haul him up the stairs. Okay, okay. So, um, you you grab you grab um, the 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 sackcloth kind of clothing that he's wearing, um, and you start dragging the the nearly unconscious form of Daniel up the stairs. Um, meanwhile. Um, there's more. There's more chaos and screaming and confusion going up in the um, on the patient on the patient ward above. Um, an, an alarm rings loudly throughout the whole institution. There's chaos everywhere. Um, as you get up to the patient wing, nurses and guards are rushing through through the asylum in a desperate attempt to control the situation. Um, all. All hell has has broken loose, um, and you're seeing that everywhere, the screams of the patients, the screams of the nurses and, and the guards, as creatures seem to be coming out of every crevice, every dark corner. They're just swarming. You don't even you've lost track of what all these things are, but you know the way to the exit, and you you have your wits about you. All right. We have. We must get out of here. We have our prize. Uh, lead the way. I've got Daniel. <laughs> okay. Can I, re- can I reload on the move, or so do I have to spend? Um, remember, you still got you still got two rounds in each two gun. In each. Yeah, so I guess I'll got, wait. You've, 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 you've got a bit. Um, and as you run through, um, I'll grab Mark. Must... By the way, lead Mark. Oh, you've grabbed. Yes, know. of course. <laughs> As you run through, um, uh, the gods must be on your side because, because all around you the chaos is just multiplying. You see sights too hideous to even record to memory as these creatures are feeding on the inmates of the asylum and the, and the, and the doctors and the nurses and the guards. And you, you scramble down the darkened corridors, the wails of the, of the craze behind you. Uh, as eventually you 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 get to the 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 what uh, the locked gate, but it's it's now hanging open and swinging uh, on its hinges. Uh, everyone seems to have fled. Um, thank God your car is still there in the driveway. Your green um, your green sports sports car is still there as you bundle your way into the car and race off into the night. Well, as, that's uh, as Daniel, expected. as Daniel is bleeding out in the back seat, uh, I try to uh, bind his wounds as best <coughs> I can with uh, with strips of his own uh, of his own clothing. Mm, mm. And uh, I, as I do so, I I, I ask him, uh, uh, quick, quick, tell me about the play, the play. <laughs> <laughs> he he's uh, he's in no state at all. He's passed into unconsciousness. Um, so, Mark, you're 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 blind, and maybe the terror of, of it is somewhat reduced by the fact you can't see anything, or maybe it's worse. But you're you're so relieved to feel the rush of the wind in your in your face as 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 Jenny um, screeches through the gates of the asylum and out onto the ro- back roads of 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 Arkham. I wish somebody'd tell me what the hell just happened. <laughs> well, there was a monster, and. But we managed to fight it off, and now that we have our witness, 
but he's unconscious, and... William, darling, I am so sorry that I hit you. I'm so sorry. Oh. I was just... I was Don't worry to... about me. Jenny, all that matters is that you got out safely. <laughs> Fortunately, the only person that has a bout of madness is the person driving. Oh. <laughs> so... <Yep. laughs> well, that certainly couldn't be the blind guy. <laughs> <laughs> the full horror of what you see just kind of... Just kind of hits you and for a moment you lose focus and you swerve across the road as you lose control of the car and just before you're about to skid off into a ditch you regain your composure and you steer back what, what do you want to say to your friends oh, sorry about that I, I I had a flashback to the Cade William with the bullet and I can't believe I almost killed you William I can't believe I did that I'm so sorry you shot William <laughs> I shot it's William. Nothing, it's nothing. <laughs> and the, with and me, the, the sound it made when when his jaw disintegrated, the sound the bullet made and the monster made. I I'm sorry for the swerve, but it's all it's all a lot. It's a lot to take in. It is. Yeah, I'm on top of Daniel, just on the the floor of the car in the back seat. <laughs> like both, I'm trying to like scramble to get him back up on the seat. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. Wow. Okay. So, um... So, you, you, you make it back to Arkham in one piece. Somehow. Somehow, miraculously, you, you have survived your visit to the Arkham Asylum. Uh, you're certainly in one piece, or at least you're in several fairly coherent pieces, let's say. I, I think Daniel and I both need a doctor. I think you probably do. Daniel's not in good shape. Um, let, let's just n narrate, narrate out the next bit. So you, you, you're, you're heading back. Um, um, I think you probably want to go to somewhere that's safe after all that you've seen. So where, where do you head back to? Um. We could head back the hospital. <laughs> Would the hospital be safe? We just saw what happened at the asylum. It's, how do we know that's not happening at all over Arkham? Maybe we should go back to my uh, house. Uh, well, if it's happening all over Arkham, it uh, it may be in the residential areas as well. I I don't see why the hospital would be less. Any any less safe than your apartment, and they had okay. medical equipment there. I was shot. You know you're right. <laughs> you know my my bout of my temporary insanity wasn't causing me to think think straight. Okay, I will drive us to the hospital. It, Mark, what do you think? I agree. Hospital seems best. Hospital it is then. Maybe I can get some psychoanalysis while I'm there. Yeah, that might be a good idea. It's St. Mary's Hospital is is the main hospital in in Arkham. So you head there um, with Daniel, and you are admitted, and you are both looked after for the for the next couple of days in in the hospital. It seems like whatever incident happened at Arkham, maybe over the next couple of days, whatever, whatever incident happened at the asylum, um, there's strangely no news about it. No, one, no one's talking about it. 
uh, maybe if you if you ask one of the doctors or about um, you know if any other patients were brought over from Arkham, there was nothing really. Um, it's very odd, given the utter chaos and carnage that that was going on there. And um, um, you're both. I'll say that Daniel and um, and William, you're both being treated. Uh, are both being treated for your gun and knife wounds? Maybe you have to deal with a little bit of questioning for how you got them. <laughs> that might, <laughs> you know, uh, but they don't, they don't ask too many questions. By the next morning, um, your blindness, uh, you, your sight has returned to you. Thank God. Um, you don't know. You you can't imagine what had happened, but I think you've got this lurking, underlying fear now of losing your sight. Um, dark places are particularly scary to you now. Just that thought that it could happen again. There's perhaps nothing more more unsettling and and, and scary to a person about the you know the thought of losing your sight, losing your main sense. Um, and you are sitting in in the um, in the um, in the office of the um, consulting psychiatrist at St Mary's Hospital, um, who who is um, a Doctor Benway. Um, <laughs> if you know your William Burroughs, that'll uh... anyway. Uh, he's he's a <laughs> he's a Doctor Benway, and and he's sitting there stroking his chin, and and he says, very interesting. Mr. Harrigan, very interesting. You tell me that you had a psychosomatic um, condition brought about by um, uh, something that that terrified you in some way. Is this is this true, Mr. Mr. Harrigan? Yes, yes. I saw creatures, and my my girlfriend Sophie. She, oh, the horrors! I can't even I can't even repeat it. Hmm. Creatures, you say, creatures. Uh, and what exactly, maybe uh, it would help if you uh, described these creatures that you say you claim to have uh, seen. Um, uh, maybe we can process through your anxieties in this way. The tentacles. I just, 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 I can't get them out of my mind. It was, it was just, it's just reaching out towards me. It was creepy and scary. Hmm, hmm. Tentacles, you say, tentacles. Mr. Hargan, have you had problems with your um, sexual performance at, at any point in the last uh, last few months? Um, what? You know. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's very common for these sexual, sexual anxieties to emerge in these types of uh, delusions and forums if you, if you follow the great Sigmund Freud, who I am a student of. I watched my girlfriend, Sophie, get eaten from the inside out, man. Oh, very interesting. Eaten, you say. Hmm, I think this is another example of uh, se- of your incipient sexual impotence, if you ask me. He'll just, Mark will just take his hand and just put it on his forehead and just shake his head. <laughs> maybe maybe uh, his rage will snap him out of his insanity. <laughs> He says, very interesting. Well, Mr. Harrigan, uh, I think some form of hypnosis would be very um, 
very um, helpful in this uh, in this situation would you be willing to uh, submit yourself to a hypnotic treatment what would that entail exactly what would you do to me very simple it is a very simple process i will hypnotize you and then we will delve deeper into your anxieties and into your psychosis and we will try to uncover the root cause I don't know. That's. I don't know if I could do it again. I don't. I don't want to witness it again. Um, Mr. Harrington, Harrigan, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Harrigan, this is precisely the thing you must you must do. Uh, if you do not fully embrace and face these terrors of the night, they will return in stronger and stronger forms until eventually you will be all consumed by them and maybe you will have to be confined to Arkham Asylum itself is this I, an outcome you wish? I, I don't know if I can see it again it's, mm. it's, it's, I, I miss her so much and it was so terrible mm, yes well Let's let us put that on hold for the moment, Mr. Harrigan. I can see that you are not in the right frame of mind to delve deeper into your subconscious. But believe me, it will be something that will be ultimately beneficial for you. If you wish to delve deeper into the depths of your mind, please make a future appointment and come and see me here at St. Mary's. I'll have to check with my insurance. <laughs> and and, uh, and your session with Dr. Benway ends as in, in this rather sort of unsettling way. Um, okay, so um, uh, Jenny, whilst whilst your friends are being treated in various ways, what what are you doing for these couple of days? What's 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 going on with you? Well, um, Daniel's in the hospital, right? So. Mm. I can't question him. So I need to do some more research to try to figure out what our next step is mm. um, in trying to figure out what happened to the play and with Isabel. Okay. So I'd like to do something research-wise. You know, if you can't find information through legwork, there's always other ways. <laughs> you have money. <laughs> um, so maybe you can maybe you can think of a way of using your your finances or your your resources to to discover some more information about about chesterfield about about the play about um about okay. uh, about what's been going on i'd like to go to the the um police station mm -hmm. and see if i can i know it wasn't reported in the news but see if i can convince somebody there to talk to me about if about arkham if anything did come that's being hushed up. Oh, I see about what what went on there. Okay, so you go to um, to Arkham Police Station. Um, uh, I guess it's a it's a pretty it must be a pretty small place. It's Arkham's not a very big town, mm -hmm. um, and um, there's a there's a desk sergeant there um, who's maybe um, just scratching away in a in a logbook. Um, maybe recording whatever whatever uh, people were put in the in the in the holding tank that day, local town drunk or whatever uh and he looks up and he says, "How can I help you miss hello sergeant 
How are you today? I, I'm fine, miss. Uh, uh, and how are you? Uh, uh, you, uh, you uh, did you lose a cat or something? Uh, uh, you know, um, or, what's, no, what, what, what's, yeah. I'm here because I have, um, I have family, unfortunately, in the asylum, and I've heard some troubling rumors that there was trouble there, and I thought I could get some more information from from you and your fine fine officers of the law. Trouble, you say? Um, he kind of scratches his chin. He says, uh, I, I, "No, I've, I've not heard. I've not. I've not heard anything about that." He's gone Irish now. I've not heard anything about that. Um, no trouble. We, we, we've, we've had no reports of any trouble coming from Arkham. Um, let me just look in the logbook. And he pages back a couple of pages. Uh, he says, um, no, no. Um, I, where, where are you getting your information from, miss? Um, uh, from a doctor at Arkham. A, a doctor at Arkham, you say? No, no, there's, there's been no reports of nothing, nothing going on at Arkham. Um, would you, would you mind just waiting here for a second? And he, um, okay. he kind of indicates a, a bench. Okay, I'll take a seat. Okay, he says, yeah, just, just wait there one second, uh, miss. And he, he goes to the back, uh, he goes into the back, and then a few minutes later he comes out. And he says, um, no. You've seen the reports of trouble at Arkham, yes? Yes. When was this exactly? It would have been a few days ago. A few days ago, you see. And he leans into you and he and he says, Would you mind just breed it on me a little bit there, dear? I'm sorry? I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. Uh, breathe in, breathe in. You know, breathe out, breathe out on me. Breathing on you? Oh my goodness! May I ask why? He says, "I'm asking the questions here, Miss." Are you implying that I am a drunkard, sir? I'm. I'm seeing nothing of the sort. I'm just wondering whether you might have had a little nip too much this morning. She stands up, says, "I will not be treated this way, sir." <laughs> he says, "But Miss, do you understand? Do you not understand?" Arkham's been closed for two years. She stands there kind of dumbstruck. And she says, that can't be true. You're lying. Are you calling me a liar now? I am, I am. (laughs) I heard from a doctor at Arkham that there was trouble there and I've had family there. You must be lying. I'm afraid. I'm afraid that can't possibly be true, Miss. Arkham's been boarded up these two years. He's going Scottish now. I can't get this accent right. Uh, always, always happens to me whenever I try to do voices. Don't worry about it. <laughs> He's just wandering all over the whole of the British Isles. He's going to go Cockney in a minute. Strike a light, Gav. <laughs> I step up really He's close be to him. Like it's going to be like improv. We're just going to yell something out. Do much. Yeah. I step up really close to him. And I get kind of in his face. I'm I'm kind of pissed or angry now. And I say, all right. But if I do more investigation and I find out you were lying to me about any of this, 
I will have your job. Trust me, that... I have the means to make it so. I'm sure you do, miss, and I'm sure you're also the Queen of Sheba, as he escorts you out of the police station. Can I go to the asylum? Um, do you want to go to the asylum? I want to go look at the outside of it. Okay, all right, so you hop in your... What, what was I can't remember what the car was. It was green, but I can't... Maybe it's a... I I can't think. I of think any. I said it was a Jaguar, but I, I think so, but I don't remember. Yeah. Oh, lovely, lovely, or a Bentley or something. A bet. Or, yeah, yeah. Know. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you hop into your beautiful green car and you race off down the the muddy country lanes of 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 Arkham until you get to the asylum, and to your utter dismay, you see a crumbling ruin boarded up. The gate is is heavily chained and padlocked. It, it's all overgrown with weeds and moss. Yeah, this place has not been open for years. Well, I'm not apologizing to that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, so... So... I'm going to want... Go ahead. Sorry, go on. No, no, you you tell me. As you say, I guess my next avenue uh, for if we want to come back to this would be... Yes, yes. um, Trying to go to... Someone I know in the uh, theater world again and try to get more information on Nigel Ingram, but that would be the okay. next Okay, that's perfect. So so you're having, so we'll cut to it like a day later. Um, maybe you're having an afternoon gin with with a good friend of yours. Who, who would that be? Good friend of mine. Uh, yeah. He is a patron of the theater district who gives a lot of money. If they're printing the programs, his name would be under the Diamond mm. level, diamond level donors. Let's call him Jeremy. Okay, Jeremy. Um, so, 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 Jeremy Stratton is your good friend, who is who is known as a as a, as a very generous patron of the arts in the um, Massachusetts area, and 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 even even further uh, further afield, even into New York and Broadway, and um, um, he's. He's pouring you out your second large gin uh, of 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 the afternoon, um, and he and he's kind of he's kind of looking at you with a with a slight look of concern after you've told him some of the stuff. Perhaps mm-hmm. I don't know how much have you actually told him. Are you are you, are you are you telling him anything, or are you are you keeping it kind of a bit? It's kind of close to the vest. I'm not going to tell him that I've I'm afraid of tentacles reaching out <laughs> from the dark, but I am going to tell him that there's been some strange occurrences that my sister is missing and that um, everything seems to lead back to something that happened during um, a showing of Nigel's The King in mm. Yellow. Um, and he is looking at you a bit concerned because may- maybe he's sensing some that you are, you have been particularly agitated these, these, uh, these last, you know, uh, you, you're not in your normal state of mind, obviously. And, and he says, darling, Ah, you look positively awful. What has been going on with you? It's been a, uh, it's been a few months. <laughs> um, we went to see Nigel's play The King in Yellow and all kinds of strange things happened. I've lost a lot of time, which I've never... But you know me, darling. I've never been prone to blackouts. But I seem to have lost quite a bit of time. And I can't find my sister... And everything that in all my researches has pointed back to something strange at the theater. And I've wondered if you've heard any rumors or, or, or have seen Nigel. 
um, Nigel mm. Ingram. Mm. Yes, yes, of, of course. You were never the one to have blackouts. That was always me. Um, <laughs> but uh, yes, 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 Nigel, Nigel, of course, of course, of course. Um, I thought you knew. Did you not know? I might have known and then forgotten. It's been mm. very well, with the blackouts, you know. Yes, yes. You know my solution. It's uh, you, you. You've always got to make sure. Always make sure you have a good fried breakfast the next morning. You know. I I know you young young ladies. You like to keep your figure, but believe me, after a, after a bottle of gin the night before, nothing like a half pound of bacon to get you going in the morning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I certainly will take your advice, but what can you please? What did what did you? Yes, did no, I Nigel. I'm surprised you didn't know. I'm surprised your friends, um, friends in Paris, didn't mention it to you. He decamped off to the 14th arrondissement, um, the Bohemian district of Paris. That was that was a good 18 months ago. I'm surprised you wouldn't have known. No, no, no. Nigel's in Paris these days, my dear. Not, not in the United States. He decided the the audiences here weren't ready for his his type of uh, art. Well, I'm actually quite convinced that he was probably right about that. <laughs> um, well, you know these course. moderns. You know these moderns over in Europe. Yes, of course. How uh, could I have forgotten? I'm. I, my apologies. I have been scattered, Jeremy. My apologies. And I do yes, thank yes. you for jogging my memory on that. <laughs> Utterly scandalous! I I hear there's this this fellow who paints paints people from the front and the side simultaneously. His name's Picasso, I believe. Utterly outrageous! What what is the world coming to these days? There's no decency left. <laughs> there is absolutely no decency. He says he has seen into the other other di- multiple dimensions simultaneously. Utter nonsense, of course. Would you would you agree? She kind of smiles at him in a in a strange sort of way and says, Of course I agree. That's what a nonsense. Yes, and she takes a big swig of her, her drink. I, I, I love the idea I love the idea of Picasso paint Picasso painting Cthulhu he's actually yes. describing Cthulhu dimensional mythos creatures anyway. Um, okay, I, lo- so. I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> but yes, she does say that's just uh, Utter rubbish, you know, with a nervous <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. A scandal, if you ask me. I prefer something... Uh, I prefer the bucolic, uh, the bucolic pasture lands of, of, uh, of, um, of, our, of, uh, of the, the haywain and, and things like that. Anyway, so let's say that a couple of days has passed. You've been, you've been healed. You've, um, and so can I um, can I attempt? Uh, I'm sorry, to, I know you're mm. trying to move on, but but could I attempt uh, to get some information out of Daniel uh, while in the hospital? Um, both there. Yeah. Um, so he's been in the bed next to you, <laughs> slowly recovering. He's he's probably been sed- heavily sedated because of his injuries were much worse than yours. Um, he needed to have much more situation. treatment, so so you won't be able to. He's all bandaged up as well. Actually, you know what? He's all bandaged up on his head. His head is all bandaged. That classic thing. So he can't. He, you can just occasionally make eye contact with him, you know, because his eyes are. But his his face and mouth are all bandaged up. So you can only sort of 
you know, mumble. Maybe his jaw's been wired shut a bit as well to to heal. So um, you can maybe try and convert, communicate with him, but he's not going to be very communicative back. So, so let's say um, on about the third day of your of your hospital visit, you're you're kind of uh, he's he's woken up and and he's kind of eyeing you with this look of a like a frightened animal look. Okay, could could I try to acquire uh, a pad and a pencil? Uh, yeah, control. sure, sure. You okay. can, you can do that. Okay. All right. So, so I, um, all right. So I just write at the top of this, uh, this pad, uh, the the king in yellow, question mark, <laughs> and underline it. <laughs> do you want to draw the symbol as well? <laughs> no, no, just no, king no. yellow question mark. Okay. And uh, I put a pencil in his in his hand and make him clutch it. I hold the. I okay. hold the, the pad for him to scribble. And he, and he starts, scrib- he, he scribbles and hands it back to you and says, what do you want to know, it says. Let's see. So so he was he was on the original production. That was uh, how many years ago? That was, was um, five years ago. Five years ago. Okay. So uh, I'll, I'll just put, um, what made the production shut down? So the he scribbles for a bit and hands it back, and and um, rather than answering your question, he's 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 written down. What wing of the asylum are we in? I don't recognise this place. Sir, I rescued you from that dreadful place and brought you to the hospital. He scribbles down. Um, so I'm free. Yes, sir. And then he scribbles down something else. And you look at it, and and it and it says, "But I was safe there. He can get me here. Not while I'm here." <laughs> and then he scribbles down, uh, and you can see him starting to. His eyes are starting to kind of dilate, um, and he's starting to lose focus on on the pad as he's writing, and his his hand is moving slower. Um, and. He, and then, and then you see the, the the scribbling trails off, and, he, and then he drops the pad. And when you look yeah. at it, it says, "It says he's coming for me. He's coming for me." God, uh, no! All right, so <laughs> do I do I have my equipment with me in this room? Like, is it um, what your shovel? <laughs> your, your shovel and your, your no, your, my knife. My knife. Your knife. Um, no, I. Well, uh, yeah, sure, sure. You've got your knife. You've got your knife. Okay. Um, I, I may want to euthanize the man. Um, <laughs> oh God. Wow. <laughs> Ooh, heavy. Um, After the things I've seen. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, so let's leave that one hanging, and um, so so Jenny, you, you you're the one that's been most um, active, but you've perhaps hooked up again with Mark. Um, uh, I think you said you you, you were going to let everyone stay at your place so that they would have some kind of yes, my apartment in New York or um, Arkham in Arkham. Okay, um, uh, yeah. So you've you've rented a. Um, Let's say you've actually rented out a whole floor of Mars Boarding House. That's a classic place in Arkham, Mars Boarding House. Oh, um, right. 
So you've you've got like the it's a it's a three story house. You've rented out like the whole of the top floor, so you have your own bathroom and a living room and, and bedrooms. And you can easily accommodate more people there. And you've you've brought Mark back there. Um, he, he occasionally has these moments where the darkness starts impinging on his vision, and he's a bit freaked out still by by what's been going on. But you're there to reassure him. And then you hear that. Um, uh, from the hospital that that um, that William is 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 well enough to be to be released from the hospital. All right, I will take my car and I will meet him as he's leaving the hospital. Okay, well let let's say he's he's getting he's getting himself dressed and miraculously it seems like like Daniel has has also recovered enough um he's had the bandages taken off his jaw is is still a bit white you know he's still got some bandages around his jaw where there's like you know they patched up the the bullet bullet wound um and he seems to be he seems to be kind of back almost back to some kind of sense of state of normality there's been no further weird incidents between him and um between him and william um, and in fact, when you when you go there, he's kind of sitting on his bed and he's like smoking a cigarette, um, and he seems he seems quite normal actually. Um, uh, and and as he looks up, as you enter the ward, uh, he says to William, "Friends of yours?" Yeah, yeah, good friends of mine. They helped me uh, rescue you. By the way, rescue me? What What do you mean? I. I, well, you were—you uh, seem to be uh, imprisoned in some uh, nefarious place. In oh the my asylum. god! Oh my god! He takes a deep drag of his cigarette. He says, "That wasn't a nightmare." I wish that, it was, my friend. I wish it yeah. was. But unfortunately, not, darling. That—that that all happened. Oh my god! He starts. He kind of puts his head in his hands, and, he, and he's and he's sobbing. He's like, "Oh my god!" Say, so, uh, Jenny, what was the name of the? the director of that uh, of that play that our friend Daniel was part of? Nigel Ingram. Nigel Ingram. Say Daniel. Uh, would you mind uh, describing for us uh, Nigel? Nigel? Yeah. I mean, he was a good guy. Uh, he gave us... He, he paid top dollar. He, um, he brought this play over that he'd found... This this old play, the the the, the thing about the, the king, the oh, yellow yeah. king. And as he say, says that, this he doesn't seem to realise it, but this look of, of, of trouble he, his face just kind of darkens as he says that. But he continues talking normally. He has, you know, the king in yellow. And um he said it was gonna be something that the that Arkham had never seen before. He takes another deep drag of a cigarette. <clears throat> and um that- Yeah, we just put on the play and and I think it was a success. Uh, is, there, uh, is there any distinguishing marks uh, about Nigel? Anything that stood out to you about him physically? Uh, you know that we might recognize the man by. Yeah, well, he, he was a he was a very handsome guy. He, you know, he sort of had silver, silvery, uh, you know, silvery dark uh, hair streaked with silver gray, silvery gray. Uh, he had a he had a neck like a moustache. Um, he wore fine tweeds. 
Uh, he, he describes them to you. He sounds a bit like a, a kind of 1920s romantic film, film star looks kind of thing. Okay. <laughs> do, you know, uh, do you know where he, he might be living these days? Where we might find him? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I... I don't know. Um, my memory is kind of fuzzy. I, it, it's, yeah. it's only just starting to come back. I'll, um, Jenny will say, William, I, I might have some information for you there in that, in that regard, but Daniel, did you ever meet Miss Duane? He said, I don't know, I, you know what, I, it's coming back, things are slowly coming back, but I need a bit of time, I, I, I don't, what year is it? It's 1925, Daniel. Because... No, no, you can't. You can't be telling me the truth. Is that true, William? Is that true, Bill? Is it 1925? Uh, yeah. Uh, year oh, of our Lord, 1925. Oh, God, uh, oh, God, oh, God. Why, oh, what's God. the last year you remember? I, I, the last year I remember was 1920. What has happened to me? He, sees, he looks at his hands and he maybe he sees that they're, they're slightly more wrinkled than they were when he last looked at them. Um, ah, you know, Daniel, what's five years? You're still a young guy. You're I still am, guy, but, you know. but what's happened? I've lost five years of my life. I, where was I? You said I was in that asylum. My God. Oh, my God. And you see that he's very agitated. He says, but I've got nowhere. I don't know anyone here now. They're all gone. I remember that. They all, they all went. They all, they all died. They all died. I've got nowhere to... To live, I've got nowhere to stay. What, what's going to become of me? Help me, please. Now, now, Daniel, All right. calm yep. down, calm down. You stay with me, you stay with me, okay? Okay, okay, okay. Oh, you God. can all stay with me. I have rented uh, the whole floor of Mars boarding <clears throat> house. You can all uh, stay uh, with Jenny, me, you'll take uh, care Jenny, of Jenny, uh, maybe we should have him uh, uh, away from the boarding house. You know, just, just in case, you know. Maybe somewhere... Uh, not that good of a neighborhood closer to the graveyard. You know? <laughs> All right, William, if you think that's best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can stay with me. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you, Bill. You, you're my only... You, I, I don't know, are you a friend if you're a, fr if you're a friend or not? But I feel like you're my only friend in the world. Hey, Daniel, now. Daniel, look at me, look at me. Us theater guys, we got to stick together, <laughs> am I right? Ain't nobody else looking out for us. Oh God! Oh God! Okay, so, um, yeah. So you you take Daniel back to your rather your rather pokey little apartment next to the next to the graveyard. Uh, Jenny and Mark are staying in Mars boarding house, um, just recuperating. Um, after your um, after your sort of session with with Dr. Benway Mark, you do have this reoccurring blindness reoccurring blindness because you are indefinitely insane um, you probably will need uh, you know this could what, what, what you've realised is that in times of stress it's just going to immediately come back so you probably do need to have some lengthier treatment at some point because maybe there's been a couple of times when you've had a when you've been stressed over the last few days and and it's kind of come back so it, it is worrying so maybe you will have to go and 
and have proper treatment from Dr. Benway at some point. Well, Mark's been having these visions since he was in the military, so... Hmm. And now he sees Absolutely. nothing but the visions. Absolutely. <laughs> so, the good thing nothing we're going to do is stressful from here on out. So. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so, um... It's going to be smooth sailing from here on out. Of what course could be worse it is. than that? Okay. Um, so... So Daniel, Daniel and and uh, and William back at back at William's place. Um, he he's a he's a bit of a loose cannon in the days after the time that you've 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 t- taken him back into your apartment. Um, he's he sits there for for hours at a time, dazed and unresponsive, just sort of staring into space, and then. And then the next moment, he's screaming for his life, just like in this blind panic. Um, it, several times over the next few days, you, in talking to him, you realize he thinks he's back in the asylum again. And it takes him, it takes him days for him to realize he's not institutionalized anymore. And, and every time he realizes that, the, the, te- the terrified look comes across his face. And he says, he's coming for me. He's coming for me. And he rambles. He rambles sometimes for hours at a time. Yeah, I, um, go, out for, uh, I go out for cigarettes quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, just to, just to get away from this, this craziness. Um, and finally, um, during an unusually warm and starry night, he's sitting there looking out the windows. You return from your, from your cigarette run. Um, and he says... William, it's all becoming clear again to me now. Do you want to know? I, I think I know. Get out the pad and paper. <laughs> he I'd says, love to know, Daniel. He says, the king in yellow, it's not just a play. Don't you understand? It's not a play. It's a being. It's a being called Haster. And being called Haster. Yes, Haster. And he's already claimed me. It doesn't matter how well you look after me or how how long I spend out of that terrible place. I'm already his. It's it's done. It's done, William. But there's yeah. still time there's still time for you. There is still time. You're not possessed yet. Whatever you do, do not speak his name. Do not oh. give in. Right. All right. I, I go in the back room uh, and, uh, in, a, in a, a steamer trunk I have near my bed, and I pull out the uh, the yellow robe that I took from the theater. Mm. I, t- I take it out, and I, I bring it to him, and I, I, I give it to him. Then I say, here, Daniel, you says, keep this. Ah. So, you've been to Carcosa. He says, say looking that. at the yellow robe. Is that what it's called? Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen its orange shores. Yes. Yes. But, this is it, you see? This robe. They want to release Hester from his prison. They want him to return. But you, 
you can open the way to Carcosa before they do it. With this robe, you can seal him for good. He grips your arm tightly as he rants. You must do it quickly, before the stranger discovers the plan. You must be quick. You must be quick. And then, and then he starts babbling again, and he's incoherent and unresponsive, and, and he's kind of thrashing around saying, you must stop him. You must stop him. And, and he's now just oblivious to you as he's kind of gripping tightly the yellow robe, and he's kind of rocking backwards and forwards in the chair. Okay. Am I able to uh, snatch that robe back from him? Uh, yeah, yeah, you can. Okay. You can. You right, can pull he it. Said, he said I need to use it to, to close the gate. Mm. Well, what he said was to, to, to open the way to Carcosa so you can, oh. so you can, you can seal him for good. Okay. Open the way. And then once I'm there, I might be able to seal, seal him in for good. Um, and, uh, and you realize at this point that you're, that you're, uh, uh, that he's, that he might need to be restrained in some way. He's, he's starting to thrash around and, um, you know, like maybe even injuring himself, knocking himself against the thing. You might need to, I don't know, get some rope from your from your tool shed to tie him down or something because he's he's yeah, really no, convulsing. You know I'm going to leave him uh, uh, a, a few packs of cigarettes. Okay. And uh, just say, thank you, Daniel. You've been very helpful. And then okay. I go back to uh, I go back to the boarding house where the rest are, and I just uh, relate to them what uh, what Daniel told me. Okay. And um, Jenny will say, I think our next step, if you darlings are willing, is to go to Paris. I'm willing to pay your way. We need to go to Paris to find Nigel. We might be able to find a way to open the gate. I've never been to gay Paris, but (laughs) that's what we need to do. I'm your man. I think it is. What about you, Mark? Are you willing I'm willing to go, but how can a robe help us open a doorway? (laughs) (laughs) Nonsense. (laughs) I'm sure all will be revealed in time. Have faith. Come on, keep the faith. Okay. So, a a few hours later, you you maybe maybe you head back to to get your stuff, to get ready for your journey. Uh, I guess, Jenny, you're probably booking... Uh, 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 your your um, you, the uh, uh, the steamer steamer tickets. Yep. Oh no, yep. you wouldn't be traveling on a steamer. You'd be traveling on on um, the Mauritania or something. You'd be <laughs> a, a nice, yeah. I think we'd be going in style, darling. Mark, maybe you're contemplating whether you want to maybe have one more session with Doctor Benway or not. I don't know. It's up to you. Um, but um, William, when you get back to your apartment. You find the door to your room has been broken open. Oh, that's uh, auspicious. I, mm-hmm. uh, I, uh, I grab, I grip my shovel and I tap the door open with the tip of my shovel. With okay. Daniel, you in there? No reply. I flip the light switch. Okay, uh, you flip. Yep. All right, I go in, uh, shovel in hand. And Daniel lies in a heap on the ground, his face colourless and his body limp. Judging from the bruising around his neck, 
he looks like he's been choked to death. Well, I grab those cigarettes back. <laughs> <laughs>